the gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. What is Good Friday? The day where Je when Jesus was crucified. Who crucified Jesus? <laughs> Who crucified Jesus? Not Sanhedrin, not Jewish leaders or the high priest, nor the Roman soldiers. Who crucified Jesus? It was Daddy God. It was Jehovah. The arm of the Lord has been revealed. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 1 says, To whom the arm of the Lord revealed? The arm of the Lord is revealed to him who believes. Amen. Today if you believe the arm of the Lord, the righteous right hand of the Lord will be revealed. I'll prove it to you from the scripture. Who crucified Jesus? Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 53 verse number 10. Amen. It says, And Jehovah had delighted to bruise him. Can you see that? It says, And Jehovah had delighted. God, Yahweh, Daddy God, had delighted to bruise him. He hath made him sick. If this soul doeth make an offering for guilt, he seeth seed, he prolongeth days, and the pleasure of Jehovah in his hand doeth prosper. The reason I took YLT version, Young's Literal Translation, it is very close translation of Hebrew version. So I wanted you to see the word delight. It says, Jehovah, Yahweh, Daddy God. It is God who delighted. He delighted to bruise Jesus, to crush Jesus. In another version, it says, it was the pleasure of the Father. It was the pleasure of Yahweh to bruise, to crush Jesus. For a long time, I thought, how such a loving God can find pleasure in bruising his son, in crucifying, sending him to the cross. And God enlightened my eyes. And I got to see this beautiful word. When it says, Jehovah hath delighted. Jehovah had delighted to bruise him. Who is him? Him is Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus is God himself. Amen. Jesus is the righteous right hand of God. Amen. When God was bruising him, what was he doing? He's bruising his righteous right hand. He's taking the nails and bruising his righteous right hand. He's loving and executing the judgment on his righteous right hand. So it is the hand of God. Jesus has another name, the righteous right hand of God. So God was bruising his righteous right hand. Now why it says he delighted in that? Oh, let me show you this beautiful scripture. You all must look into that. Isaiah chapter 62. 
you shall no more be termed forsaken and your land shall no more be termed desolate but you shall be called my delight amen is in her and your land married for the lord delights in you and your land shall be married so now who is the delight of the lord the church is the delight of the lord you are the delight of the lord here it says but you shall be called my delight amen so when the bible says god delighted to bruise jesus he is saying he saw his delight he saw his body he saw his children who are his children the first born the first begotten son is jesus we all are the next begotten son we all are the sons of god so when the bible says he saw you as delight he saw his children as delight so because you are the delight of the lord the lord says the lord delights in you what is the delight that he had he saw that as jesus became the beloved of god you and i after the crucifixion along with jesus shall become the beloved of god just like jesus was born of god after crucifixion you and i shall also be born of god just as jesus is accepted of god holy of god jesus is on the right hand side of god god saw you and i will be accepted holy on the right hand side of the father along with jesus seated in heavenly places this brought delight to god amen you are his delight you can confess and say i am the delight of god amen i am the delight of god god delights in you amen that is the reason he sent jesus to the cross because i want you to see that scripture colossians chapter 2 verse number 13 you were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut off cut away then god made you alive with christ for he forgave all our sins amen it says that you were dead in sin that means you had given your authority to satan you had obeyed satan by obeying satan you became slaves to satan and you became children of satan in the garden of eden when adam and eve fell that is the thing i am talking about so from then on when adam made a decision to rebel when adam ate that forbidden fruit when adam obeyed satan he became slave to satan and adam had inflicted on himself spiritual death and physical death adam brought on himself and his offspring all the offspring the entire world all of us because of the mistake of adam and eve the uh, the sin of adam was continued passed on to the next generation so no adam followed satan obeyed satan adam sinned like satan where is the origin of sin coming from where is the origin of sin the origin of sin is from satan 
and the moment adam sinned what happened adam got into spiritual death eventually into physical death that means hear me carefully the result of sin is sickness poverty death shame all kinds of troubles and oppression so now sin is the origin from satan sickness is the origin from satan poverty is the origin from satan it was not there in the garden of eden god never created it so now adam had got into this mess now adam sinned against god now the children of adam do they become sinner because they sin they are sinner because they are sin because the sin of adam is in man adam's rebellion is in man adam's disobedience is in man adam's pride is in man adam's slavery to satan is in man adam's sickness is in man adam's poverty is in all mankind are you clear now this is the state of man so to explain and illustrate this in for a common man in a very simple language i thought i can have one illustration for all of you to understand today if you can understand why it delighted the father to bruise the son and what exactly happened on the cross if you can see isaiah chapter 53 if you can see may the eyes of your understanding be enlightened this morning amen so if you can see you are done away you are through with sickness you are through with poverty you are through with shame you are through with all that satan's lies that he's putting on you so i want you to see may your eyes see this morning so the illustration so let me have a person as adam the children of adam you and i representing you and i this is great 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 grandson of adam you and i so what are we we have in us sin we have in us we had now we are new creation a person who's not saved i'm talking about sin sickness and poverty this was part of man this is part of man even today a man who is not received jesus because of adam he is not a sinner because he sinned he is sin and he is not sickness because he has sickness he is sickness he is not poor because he has no money he he has poverty in him because adam's nature adam's uh, fall adam's sin came on the entire mankind and man struggled like this man could not have dominion over satan sin was having dominion over satan man could not have dominion over sickness he suffered he suffered with sickness his lifespan got shortened 
his length of days got shortened it started mutating it started altering the dna his thoughts kept altering and the diseases which are named and yet to be named started coming on mankind man is suffering creation is groaning at the weight of sin at the weight of what adam has done so this was the situation this was the scene of everyone we all were under the dominion of satan i said we were under the dominion of satan that means satan and sin cannot be separated and sin and sickness cannot be separated so we were under the dominion of satan sin sickness now this was the state of man so god in his mercy god in his goodness what he did he sent his beloved son the word became flesh and the word which was there in the beginning the word was god and the word came and the word dwelt among us he is the exact representation of god this is jesus this is the uh, incarnation of god this is the manifestation of god so now i see that jesus has come now why jesus came jesus came to deliver this man jesus came to deliver him from the dominion of sin from the dominion of sickness and this man was not even aware that he is sinning he is not even aware between right and wrong so what god did god gave him laws through the hand of moses leviticus chapter 26 you can see that scripture now god has given him laws because he is not aware can you see these are the statutes and judgments and the laws which the lord made between himself and the children of god say i represent here god the father now god gave laws to this man in between what is there in between god the father and man the laws okay because he is not even aware what is right and wrong and he is comparing his sin with the other sin and saying i am better so now laws are given now i told you jesus has come john chapter 1 verse 14 jesus has become flesh now that jesus has come into the scene jesus came to take our sins jesus came to die for our sins jesus is perfect Jesus is holy Jesus knew no sin Jesus did no sin in him there is no sin now Jesus goes to the cross now when Jesus goes to the cross can you see Jesus is taking the place of Adam he is the last Adam he is the first Adam now last Adam is taking the place of first Adam now on Jesus on good friday you see sin this is on jesus body on jesus body you see sickness on jesus body you see poverty god laid the sickness of man on the body of jesus god laid the sin of man on the body of jesus god laid you god laid this man on the body of jesus understand this now you are able to relate to that scripture galatians 220 i no longer live 
I was crucified with Christ. When were you crucified with Christ? For a long time, it, uh, I was not able to relate to that scripture. I was thinking, God, when I was crucified, how I was crucified. So, I, I, two years back, I got this revelation and I understood. When God put my sin on Jesus, when God put my sickness on Jesus, God laid me on Jesus. When Jesus was crucified, when Jesus was crucified, Jesus was crucified with our sins. Jesus was crucified with our sickness. Jesus was crucified with our poverty. And we were crucified with Jesus. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 53 says, His visage was marred. They could not recognize him as man. Because all the sickness, all the sin, God had put on him. Isaiah 53 verse 14. He, he was marred beyond recognition. And where did God put? How did, how did this act happen? It was a very spiritual act. The sin of man is put on Jesus as a spiritual act. The sickness of man is put on Jesus as a spiritual act. Now today, after 2000 years later, on Good Friday, I preach, Jesus took your sin. Jesus died on your behalf. Jesus took your sickness. Jesus took your poverty. And you say, thank you, Jesus. I believe in you, Jesus. I receive you, Jesus. The moment you say, you know what you're doing? You are uniting yourself with Jesus. You are giving your sin to him, which has already been paid. You are seeing your sickness paid. You are seeing your poverty being taken care. He became sin who knew no sin so that you can be made the righteousness of God. Amen. He became poor so that you have the riches of God. So now when you receive Jesus, you are becoming one with Jesus. Amen. And when you take baptism, what happens? When you come and take baptism, I told you, you were crucified with Christ. You died with Christ because you are put on Jesus. Can you see? You are put on Jesus. So when you are crucified, you died. Whatever is died, what we should do? We should bury that. So when you take your baptism, you are actually burying yourself. And when you come out of the baptism, you are mem commemorating that Jesus died. On the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. Now when Jesus died, where were you? You were on Jesus. Very good. You died. When Jesus died, you died. When Jesus was buried, where were you? You were buried spiritually. Look at this spiritually. This is what happened. When Jesus was buried, you were buried. Your sin was buried with Jesus. Your sin was taken care by Jesus. Your sin was on him. Right? Now, see the verse Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and 5. Surely... He has borne our sickness and carried our sorrows. Amen. Yet we esteem him not. He was stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us peace was laid on him and by his stripes we were healed. Amen. So you have to see that. Amen. Glory to God. So you see that sickness is on Jesus. 
sin is on Jesus. Do not forget that. Now Jesus died. Jesus rose again from the dead. Now when Jesus rose again from the dead, along with Jesus, the church rose again from the dead. Jesus sat on the right hand side of the father. Along with Jesus, the church sat on the right hand side of the father. Jesus is far above principalities and powers and darkness. You are far above principalities and powers and darkness. Jesus removed the sinful nature. Amen. Jesus removed the sickness. Amen. Jesus removed poverty. Amen. There was a divine exchange on the cross. You gave your garments of stain and he gave you the robe of righteousness. Amen. Today you are without stain of sin. Today Jesus is giving you his righteousness. The Bible says you are clothed with Christ. Galatians chapter 3. When are you clothed with Christ? When you believe, when you get baptized, Jesus clothes you with him. You are put on Christ. You are a new man today. Amen. You were an old creation. The old creation, Adam, was full of sin, full of sickness. Now that you were born and raised to Jesus, you are not an old creation. You are a new creation. Amen. Glory to God. You are a new creation. So sin shall not have dominion over you. Sickness shall not have dominion over you. Because I told you sin is from the source of Satan. Sickness is also from the source of Satan. If sin is done away with, that means sickness is done away with. Because sin and sickness cannot be separated. Sickness is the result of sin. So now when the Bible says that he has forgiven all your sins, that means he has healed all all your diseases. Now when the Bible says you have been put on, Colossians 3.10, you have been put on the new self. The gospel in a nutshell is this. The mystery of the gospel. What is the mystery of the gospel? Christ is in you. Amen. Christ is in you. Can you see this? You know what? Angels can see this. Devil can see this. Holy Spirit can see this. Christ sees this. God the Father sees this. Only person who does not see this is unrenewed mind. If you renew your mind, you see Christ is in you. You see you are a new creation. You see that you and Jesus are identical twins. Amen. As Christ is, so are you in this world. As Christ is, so are you holy, perfect, righteous, blameless, redeemed, accepted, far above all principalities, the begotten of the Father, the beloved Son of God. That is who you are in Christ Jesus. This is the divine exchange that happened on Good Friday. Today, when you see new creation, when you see the church, understand. When Jesus rose from the dead, he is the head of the church. You are the body. Can only head raise? The body has to rise. Amen. Now head rose, having dominion over sin. Now Satan is under Jesus. 
Satan is under the feet of Jesus. Jesus is the head. You are the body. Where is the feet? In the body. So where is Satan? Underneath your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Now do you understand? Sin shall not have dominion. Now I told you, right? Those uh, uh, ordinances, those uh, laws, which was in between man and God, what God did. Colossians 2.15. Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance. Amen. I want you to see that scripture. Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us and took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. Amen. There is nothing between you and God. Amen. You can approach God boldly. With throne room of grace. You know why? You are the righteousness of God. When God sees you, he sees the sun. When God sees you, he sees the blood. When God sees you, he sees new creation. Amen. You have to see this. You must know this. You might have heard this saying. What is Christianity? People say Christianity is following Christ. Let me give you a new definition. It is a very old definition, but uh, let me reveal that to you this morning. Christianity is not just people following Christ. Christianity is Christ in men today. Amen? Amen. Christianity is Christ in you today. Amen? That is Christianity. What is the body of Christ? Christ in you. That is Christianity. Christ died so that he can live in you. Christ died so that he can reign through you. Christ died so that he can destroy the works of the devil again and again. 1 John chapter 3 verse number 8 says, For this reason Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Today, where is Son of God? In the body of Christ. Now what you should do? You should continue to destroy the work of Satan. Because you have no dominion. Sin shall not have dominion on you. Sickness shall not have dominion on you. So God cannot see sin and sickness on you. Jesus became sin substitute. Jesus became sickness substitute. Jesus became poverty substitute. Amen. So today you are whole. Today you are healed. Today you are blessed. Continue to see this and do not stop seeing this. Do not stop believing this. Now, where are you seated? On the right hand side of the Father along with Jesus. Devil will come to shake the chair. <laughs> Having done all, stand. It's not physical standing. It is holding the seat. I am seated. I rest in the finished work of Jesus. I am healed. That means I am healed. I don't go by what I feel. I don't go by what is the report. I believe what is written. I see Isaiah chapter 53. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 24. It says very clearly. 1 Peter 2 24. It says that he bore our sins on his body. He died on the cross so that we may die to sin, die to sickness, die to poverty and live for righteousness and by his stripes we were healed. Amen. 